0: I was nine, just a little girl at the time, though trying my best to be older than that. Concerned about all sorts of things that just one day later wouldn't matter. Worried about boys. Worried about clothes. Worried that my name, Kim, wasn't a cool enough name, didn't make me stand out enough. I was at the start of trying to figure out how I fit into the world, but before I could the world went away. That last morning, I was sitting in the kitchen, in my usual chair, eating breakfast. Or eating what I could of it, since Dad was still cooking the eggs. Or overcooking the eggs, I should say. He had already put on his uniform and couldn't find the apron, which was probably in the wash, which made him extra cautious not to get splattered with grease. It also meant that he was trying to keep an eye on the eggs from the other side of the kitchen. Dad, I said, eggs. Coming right up, honey, he said, and continued to ignore them. Mom, I said, make him stop cooking them, they're done. Hmm? What do you need, Kim? Mom asked. She was putting together lunches. A row of four brown paper bags, one for me, one for herself one for Allie, one for Dad. We all got the same things, which meant that usually none of us was completely happy. Half the time, Dad probably just threw the bag away and went out for a burger, but it was quicker that way. In the end, I got up and walked over to the stove and took the pan off. I carried it over to the table and dumped some eggs onto my plate, then left the rest in the pan on the trivet. A few minutes later, when Dad looked down and found the pan gone, he got the most amazing look on his face, like the world had just pulled a fast one on him. If he'd conducted police business like he scrambled eggs, our little town would have been in a whole heap of trouble. The TV was on, like it always was in the morning. Not the big one in the living room, the small one hanging from the underside of the cabinet. It's probably still there like that unless someone has trashed the place. But there are no working TVs now, of course. No power, either. I haven't been back, and never will be. A lot has changed since then. A news reporter on screen. I was only half listening, until I saw Dad swivel toward it. The reporter was just reading from a script, but I remember a few words— They changed everything. Fire. Archon Pharmaceutical. Human Gene Engineering. That's less than an hour away, Dad was saying, kind of to Mom, kind of to himself, kind of to nobody. I wonder. And then he was looking past the TV, his brow furrowing. It didn't take much for me to guess what he was looking at. Or rather, who... ''Hold on,'' he said. ''Way too tight!'' I turned, and there was Allie. She was wearing jeans that Dad would describe as ''painted on.'' ''Very provocative,'' I said. It was a word she'd taught me just a few days before. When Mom and Dad heard me say it, they both stared. ''What?'' said Mom. ''How old are you?'' Now they listened. Allie usually ignored Mom and Dad, so I figured that I would, too. And lo and behold, it worked. Mom turned to Allie instead. You need to grow up a little, Allie, said Mom, arms crossed. Start setting the example for your little sister. Start looking out for her. But when Allie didn't say anything either, just grabbed a plate and a fork and shoveled most of the rest of the eggs onto it, Mom sighed. Dad, though, had another way of getting Allie to pay attention. Before she could get comfortable, I saw his eyes flash, and he spun and whirled a tennis ball at her. I'm not even sure where he got it from. It was just suddenly there. Not even a think-fast or a heads-up or any kind of warning. And the look on his face made me think that he'd be just as happy if it hit her in the head. It'd teach her a lesson, If you had a warning, Dad always thought, what was the point of even throwing the ball? But Allie caught it one-handed with a whomp, just like she always did, and this time the eggs didn't even fall off the fork that was raised halfway to her mouth. She threw it back just as hard, and then fist-bumped Dad when he came over, grinning. Quickest hands in the conference, said Dad. Toughest girl on the field, Allie said coolly. Dad loved that mantra, always had. He gave Allie a big hug. You're going to be MVP this year, he said, just like your old man. He kissed his lacrosse championship ring, which he still proudly wore every day without fail. My mom used to joke that he'd forget to put on his wedding ring before he'd forget to wear his championship ring. And then, one day he left his wedding ring off to tease her, and she stopped telling that particular joke. I was never going to be like Allie. By the time she was nine, she'd already been playing Little League for four years and had the coach eating out of her hand. Dad tried that with me, too, but when I tried to throw a ball, half the time it ended up behind me. Usually, Allie would do something to make me feel included, to bring Dad's attention back to me, But today, she already had her bag slung over her shoulder and was heading for the door. Change into some pants that aren't painted on, Dad yelled after her, but she was already gone. So, an ordinary day, totally normal, more or less. Except that this would be the last time our family ate together, ever. We'd be together one more time, but I can't talk about that. I won't. I'd rather remember us in that kitchen, eating burnt eggs. That last happy moment before the end of the world.